Okay, we are still in Mizmor Samechet. I must say, I think this may have been the most difficult Mizmor so far. Yesterday, we were on the easy part of the Mizmor. Today, the language becomes extraordinarily difficult, much more difficult than it was in the first half of the Mizmor. So we continue from verse 16. And in verse 15, we said, when God... Spl- uh, when God spread out the kings, when he put the kings into exile, the other kings, the enemy kings of Israel, when he uh, caused them to have to scatter all over the earth, to us, he came, Tashleg bit Salmon. He made it, he made us like white in the, uh, in the valley of death or something along those lines. Uh, the Salmon is a difficult, difficult word to translate. But he, whenever the other kings were spread out, Am Israel was turned white, meaning in a pure thing, in a, in a good way. They were considered pure, and that's a good thing. Now, there are going to be a lot of veiled references from here on in to God's strength. To We're going to see references to Har Sinai as a, as a representation of God's strength. And we're going to see some references to Am Yisrael crossing the, dead, the, 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 the Red Sea. Uh, again, all of these things are going to be representative of God's strength. The references are going to be very, very hard and cryptic to understand. So I'll, I'll first translate the Psukim literally. And then I'll say one thing about how, what they could possibly mean. The, the one reason I say it's hard to tell exactly what they mean is because if you look at the, the commentaries on these Psukim... Almost all of them, each one will say a completely different interpretation. Because it's so hard to tell the meaning of these cryptic verses that every commentary basically came to a different conclusion. Okay? So, Pasuk Tedzan, we're just starting now. Har Elohim Har Bashan, Har Gavnunim Har Bashan. The mountain of God is the mountain of Bashan. The mountain of ridges is the mountain of Bashan. Does that make any sense to anyone? First of all, we have to know what Har Bashan means. According to some Perushim, Har Bashan is like a, a mountain that's, that's filled with produce. A mountain that has greenery and a mountain that that's, uh, represents wealth would be called Har Bashan because the Bashan region east of Israel was very, uh, had a lot of produce and was very, very rich in, in resources, okay? So now he's saying, the mountain of God is like the mountain of Bashan. Meaning the mountain of God, according to one Perush, meaning Har Sinai, is like, the, is like the mountain of Bashan. Meaning, although we don't have physical produce from Har Sinai, but spiritual produce comes, comes plentiful, plentifully from Har Sinai. And then Har Gavnunim, Gavnun, here it says ridges. Some people said it, it means... Um, like a hunchback, like a gibben, which means it could be a short mountain, or it could be the opposite perush. One perush means a tall mountain, because if you look at a tall mountain, whenever the mountain is very tall, they have like a sharp turn, and then it goes very high up. So that turn within the, wall, within the side of the like, mountain like would be considered like a hunchback. See, see, again, very, very difficult to understand these words. Har gabnunim har bashan would mean... The short mountain, meaning the mountain on which the Beit HaMikdash sits, because it's a, it's a very short mountain, that's also filled with plentiful uh, bounty and so on. Okay, Pasuk Yudzain. Lama Harim Gavnunim. Why do you shudder 
you short mountains. The mountain that God has desired for his abode, that's where he's going to dwell forever. So let's assume that this means the, the Haramoria, the Bet Mikdash. All you other mountains, there's no reason for you to, to expect anything because that's where God is going to dwell forever. So I think this may be a reference to other goyim. Don't think that in your own uh, country, to your okay. own God, yeah. that you, that's where God dwells. God dwells in Yerushalayim and that's where he's going to dwell forever. So Rechev Elohim Ribotaim Al-Feshinan seems to mean something like the chariots of God are very many. Ribotaim would be like multitudes or multiple th- ten thousands. Al-Feshinan. <laughs> Shinan, according to one Perush, is actually a type of angel. Like uh, we have one of the Tfilot on Yom Kippur, Shinanim Sha'ananim. So it would mean angels. Okay, so the chariots of God are guided by many thousands of angels. Adonai Vam Sinai Bakodesh, and God is amongst them, and Sinai is in holiness. I don't know what exactly that means. That it's well, a reference to Sinai. This is probably referring to when you get the Ten Commandments. Maybe the, 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 the tablets. That's when God was there in His myriads yes, and in yes, His glory yes. and so on. Now this pasuk could be interpreted in, in also multiple ways. Uh, I'll translate it. You went up to the up high. You took a captive. You took tributes from men, or you received tributes among men. And even the rebellious, you captured to dwell over God. What this pasuk means, Whoa. there is a perush that I will go with that says, you, you went up, up high in the sense of you kind of let Am Israel be captured, okay? And then you let Shavita Shevi, then you, by going up and kind of letting Am Israel be when they sinned, you allowed Am Israel to be captured. Then you took tributes amongst men. Honestly, I don't know what that means. And, uh, and then you also... Captured the evil men. I mean, tributes probably is prayers from my brother. Yeah. So let me, I'll just. That's it's for, oh, according to them it's Moshe. Yeah, I saw that also in the Perushim. Yeah. So here in this case it would be you ascended up high, Moshe, and you took a captive. I don't know when Moshe took captives. Uh, you received tributes amongst men. I don't know when Moshe received tributes and what this is referring to. Ah, oh, okay, very nice. See that? So this p- p- pasuk could mean that Moshe went up, he got the Torah, and he brought the part of the people. Yeah, seriously. Where were you? Look, it's a group, group effort. Group effort. I was complaining to my wife about how difficult this, this means more was last night. Pasuk Because I was looking at the perushim, and every single perush says a different thing for every single pasuk. It doesn't and, go together. And it's very, very hard. Let me explain everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could explain everything. Pasuk Kaf. Pasuk Kaf. Baruch Adonai Yom Yom Ya'amos Lanu Ha'ili Shuatenu Sel. Ah, there's a pasuk we know. Anybody know what the word Ya'amos means? See, that's also up to debate. Baruch Adonai. Blessed be God. Yom Yom. Every day. Ya'amos Lanu Ha'ili Shuatenu Sel. He, Ya'amos. He takes all our problems. Omes would actually mean to give a lot of. Like if you, if you, Put a heavy load on the back of an animal. That's omes. You're making a, you're burning, uh, burning, burning it. Yeah, right. So 
God, he burdens us with what? With plentifulness. He gives us so much that it becomes a, it becomes a burden. Okay, that's the way I saw the perush. I like that perush. Okay, so blessed is God that every day he burdens us with, with benefits. And God is out of our deliverance. He is our source of our deliverance forever. Okay. The Almighty for us is the God of deliverance. Even though to Elohim, Adonai, he has the ability, he has the power over death. Yes. He chose this. Then I don't know how that translates exactly to Lamavet Totsaot means he has the power over death. But even though God has the power of death, of bringing death, he, decides, he, decides. he is the source of our Yeshua. Indeed, God will shatter the heads of his enemies and the skull, he uh, will, uh, uh, and, and he will crush the skull of those who walk with guilt. I mean, the people who walk with sin, God will crush their skull. So the, the way you have to understand the pasuk is, He will crush the, the, the head of his enemies, and also he will crush the skull of those who walk in sin. Okay? Then the Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan. Who is he referring to? Probably Am Israel. He will bring them back from our Galut. Yes. I will bring them back from the depths of the sea. So Mitzulot Yam is a veiled reference to splitting of the sea because that's also where we see the word Mitzulot Yam, the depths of the sea. When we left Egypt and we, the sea was split. So but now, it's the, it's come back now the reference the, is different. Now it's, he's going to bring us back from the depths much. of the sea that we went to when we were in Galut. Yes. Okay? Yeah, exactly. So that your foot may be waiting in blood. Meaning we're, our enemies are going to be so destroyed that our feet are going to be, have blood on them. And your dogs, the tongue of their dogs is going to be licking blood as their portion. Of the enemies, that is their portion. They saw your ways, God. Uh, they saw the ways of my God. My, the king and holiness. And when they saw your ways, talking about the angels, or not even talking about just the splitting of the dead of, of the of the sea, they saw um, they saw your ways. And when they saw your ways, God, and they saw the greatness of you splitting the sea, the singers followed by the musicians amid the young women were all playing. Timbrels and they were all singing and everybody was coming in. Yeah, this is Miriam according to one Pirush. Yes. Exactly. Pasukaf Zain. Elohim. Bless God in great numbers. Adonai Israel. The Lord from or God from the fount, fount of Israel. Again, I don't know what fountain. how that, that mean what fountain. that means. It's not fountain. Yes, it's fountain. Oh yeah? Yeah. Here it translates as fountain. From the fountain of Israel. Maybe it's the God who is the fountain of Israel. Yes. But the, the point of the Pasuk, the first half, is that we should bless God in multitudes. Yes. The same way the people, when we split the sea, when God split the sea, are, we're also uh, praising That's God. That's how we're going to be able to go back. Uh... And then we go back to Israel. Yes. There is Binyamin, the youngest, leading them. Because they say that Shaul was the first king and he was from Binyamin. Okay. 
So Sham, Binyamin, Sair, Rodem, there Binyamin is the youngest leading them. The leaders of Yehuda, the, in, their, in their groups, Sarez Zevulun, the, the chiefs of Zevulun, and the chiefs of Naphtali, all of them are going to be uh, acknowledging the greatness of God. Your God has decreed strength for you. Elohecha Uzecha, God has decreed strength for you, for the people. Uza Elohim, so God, re- reveal your strength, Zupa Altalano, that you've used for us in the past. You, God, please continue to use okay, your strength for us. That we're, it's going to happen again. The, the Yamsuf, it seems like the reference to Yamsuf and all the glory back, of God is going go to happen again. The Galut into yeah, Israel, yeah, yeah. This is what's going to happen. It's going I to think be that's, the same, that's the, the, this is the. Yeah. The theme. I think that's the theme. The theme is when we go back from the Galut, we're going to re-experience the glory of God as He showed us in two places, in Har Sinai and when we were crossing the sea. Okay. From your temple above Yerushalayim, the kings will bring gifts. Now once we're back in Yerushalayim, all the kings of the earth, yeah, all the kings of the earth will bring you gifts. Shai is a gift. The whole okay. world is going to come to you. This pasuk is very strange. I don't know exactly what it means. I'll read you the translation. Strike fear in the beasts among the reeds. Cause fear in the animals that are in the kane, in the reeds. And in the herd of the cavalry. Uh, 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 of cavalry horses going among the calves of the people. Adat abirim be'agle amim. Mitrapes berasechasef. Those who grovel for pieces of silver. Bizar amim keravot yechpatsu. He scatters the nations who are seeking out battle. Uh, again, if you know what the first three parts of the psukhi mean... <laughs> Uh, we have here a new, yeah, uh, you have any ideas? <laughs> but here he's saying the point at the end is scatter the nations who seek war. Yes, that means anyone who wants to. So have once war we are in you, the Beit Hamikdash, yeah. scatter them all. Yeah. And maybe yeah. the strike fear in the beasts amongst the reeds is also a reference to the nations. Strike fear in them so that they don't come to do battle. Uh, those who are bringing their cavalry amongst the herds of the people could be ah, you know what? It could be this. I'm just thinking of this now. It's it's saying. Strike fear in the beasts that are hiding in the reeds. Strike fear in the people who bring their beasts of war amongst what? The calves of the people. Those who are out to war looking for pieces of silver, meaning that are out there for money to try to find spoils. All of those people, scatter them out, those who are seeking out battle. Could be something like that. Okay, Pasuk Lamed Bet. So I didn't need you today. I didn't need you for that pasuk. <laughs> I, got, I got this one. Pasuk Noblemen will arrive from Egypt. Kush will hasten to stretch out their hands to God. Kush They're going to quickly, they're going to bring their, their gifts. Clearly the, clearly the verses here are definitely a reference to the Beit HaMikdash yes, and the yes, glory yes, of yes. God being but shown in the Beit HaMikdash again. This is in the time of David, which we didn't even build. It was not even built. Right, this right. Talking so about he's talking, yeah, in Nebuah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's going... Pasuk, yeah, or it could be a, 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 like a, a tefillah. Meaning when we were in Galut, this is what we, we imagined to see one day happen in Yerushalayim again. Mm-hmm. When, and, and, and I think a lot of... You could, it could be a tefillah because the references. Like, if you look in Sefer Melachim, there were people bringing gifts to Shilomo. Yes. 
you know. They came from all over the world. They're coming from all over the world. Yes. So, so we're just trying to think of what was occurring once to let it happen again. Okay. Kingdoms of the earth sing to God, sing praises to my Lord. To him who rides in the heavens. The or the of the highest, furthest heavens, Hani ten bekolokolos, who uh, who speaks with his voice, a mighty voice that he gives uh, sound with his voice, his mighty voice. Tenu oz lelohim al Israel gaavato, ascribe strength to God. His glory is over Israel. The ozoba shachakim and his strength is in the heavens. Nora elohimi miktashecha, you are awesome, God. You are from your sanctuary. El Israel huno ten oz, the Almighty God gives strength to Israel. And he gives power to the nation. Baruch Elohim, God is blessed. Okay, so I think we, we honestly did a pretty good job understanding the, the gist of the Mizmor. This is a messianic... Uh... The Mizmor is definitely a messianic Mizmor with references to Har Sinai, to the glory of God at Har Sinai, and with references to the crossing of the sea. Okay? But it's interesting that David already was foreseeing the Bet HaMikdash, where it's yeah, all, be, all in the all form of, of, a, of a tefillah, or a nevoah about what's going to happen when, with the kibbutz galuyot and with the smashing of the enemies of Israel. Okay, that seems to be the, the gist of the mizmor. Uh, we did our best, so Hashem should accept our tefillah. Baruch Amen. 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 Amen.